You're listening to I Am The Storm, Episode 4. Hello everyone, today's episode is titled The Best Four Years and this is all about college, college life, Um, maybe some advice for those going into college, maybe some relatable content for those in college, Um, maybe some nostalgic moments for those who have graduated and moved on. I'm totally jealous of you. Today is just about um, challenging that idea that college is supposed to be the best four years of your life. I know we all grow up with that being shoved down our throats and being told that you make, you know, your best memories and you meet your forever friends and college this and college that. And I'm just here to say college sucks. And it's okay to admit that your experience sucks. You don't have to pretend that college is the best four years of your life, that you're having a great and wonderful time if you're not. And that's what I want to talk about a little bit more today. So... First, I want to say a little bit about my experience. Um, I, as many of you guys know, I go to Radford University. I am a junior. Uh, Up until last semester, I was an interior design major. Um, And last semester, I changed into design management, which is not a huge change for most. At least that's what it sounds like to most. But for me, it is a huge change. And I feel like in order to get the good backstory I have to start from the beginning and so we're gonna take it back. So naturally to start off on the backstory I have to say why I ended up at Radford. This was not my first choice nor my second third or fourth. Um, For the longest time I thought I was gonna go to Virginia State went on a tour to Virginia State and decided Virginia State was not for me. If you go there no offense to you if that's for you that's for you it wasn't not for me. Um, and then I realized my senior year, I was getting kind of late down the road and I was like, oh crap, like I need to apply at other places. And so I just applied at like five different schools. I got into all of them and then it was just a matter of picking and Radford was the only one I went on the tour for. And when I went on the tour here, I actually fell in love with the campus. I loved how beautiful it was. And I also thought I was slick because it was as far away from home as I possibly could go while also still being in state. And three years later, I'm regretting this decision, but (laughs) that's why I chose this school. And so my freshman year, I came in, um, I roomed with a girl from high school. Uh, We were kind of friends. That didn't go super well. She ended up transferring out. After her first semester, I had my own room my second semester. And that really started the roommate issues. Um, I have yet, I'm on my second semester junior year, I've yet to have a positive roommate experience. I'm starting to think that's never going to come. But don't you worry, we are going to get to that. Um, So freshman year, I kind of fell into an interesting crowd that was just hanging out with the wrong people, going out a lot. Um, Definitely still got my work done, 4.0 student, all freshman year. Very proud of that. 
Um, <laughs> but it was definitely going out like four nights a week. So do with that information what you will. I still got my work done, but I was also just in with the wrong crowd um, and not, you know, forever friends, not people that I have kept by me at this point. Um, there's only like, a, I can't even say a handful, probably like one person that was my friend freshman year that is still my friend now. Um, other than that, freshman year, it it was really just about like school and getting my feet wet while I was here and having fun. And honestly, freshman year was a great time. Like I said, I was out four nights a week and I had a great time. Um, but on the other hand, I also struggled a little bit um, mentally, especially my second semester. That's I actually applied to transfer um, to VCU. And I actually never even got anything back from VCU. I had a friend that also applied to transfer the same semester, and we both had the same issue. No denial, no acceptance, just no nothing. Um, honestly, in hindsight, I think it was God, but still, <laughs> I wonder to this day what my life would look like if I had transferred when I planned on it. Um, but it was just a hard time of, you know, trying to manage friendships and trying to realize, you know, what I was there for and battling this loneliness and realizing, okay, family is three and a half hours away. My best friends are three and a half hours away. Like nobody's here. And honestly, that's something I still struggle with, like (laughs) to this day. But nevertheless, I persisted, made it through, uh, came back for my sophomore year, had a whole nother roommate mess to deal with. Um, And first semester, I actually joined my sorority. um, And that is really all that I've taken away from that semester. Like school was hard and (laughs) school was hard. Everything was hard. Social life was hard. Like I remember being so down and depressed, honestly, and before even joining the sorority or pursuing the sorority, like, I remember just feeling so sad and so depressed and so alone, and Bradford has a very small, like, black population. Black Radford is very, I don't want to use the word united, but it's kind of like black Radford against (laughs) the rest of Radford, Um, and so at that time, I just didn't have any of those connections, and so I was seeing it on social media and seeing, you know, Thirsty Thursdays and seeing parties and seeing flyers and not feeling like I could go and not feeling like I belonged there because I didn't. I didn't have any friends that were invited. I wasn't invited. I knew I couldn't just show up. I didn't I didn't even have a group of friends to try to even attempt to go anywhere. And and that was a really hard time for me. Like I just remember sitting down and honestly this is so sad but it's just like I remember you know weeks before um things with the sorority started to take off and I I remember like just sitting in in my room on a Friday night just sobbing just sobbing and just praying and it's just like I pray that this works out I pray that you know there's more to this um because it, it was that bad, and <laughs> I feel like people don't talk about that part of college. Like, they just assume that 
you get here and you meet all these people and you're having a great and wonderful time and it's like not everybody that's not everyone's reality that wasn't my reality I wish it was like from freshman year I remember seeing people like walk out of Muse which is like the big basically freshman dorm here like huge groups of people like the first week of school I'm like how do you guys have this many friends already and it felt like and it still feels like making friends in college is like where you fall is where you fall and I feel like I didn't fall in the right group and now I've been playing catch up for three years and I'm still not where I want to be and um through that second semester of my sophomore year um that is where I met and um, started dating my boyfriend and um, that's really where that went for that rest of um, my sophomore year and then COVID hit um, in March and after that and then uh, junior year coming back to school and dealing with that which last semester was so horrible like horrible change my major (laughs) like it was it was a bad time and this semester is not much better but um, regardless, that is a little bit of background of my story of being here. Um, and I know that's very much tailored to my university and being in Radford and the town of Radford. Oh my gosh, don't get me started on the town of Radford, but that is my experience. Um, and so (laughs) to continue on a little bit with today's episode, I actually put on an Instagram, um, I guess, questions, and I asked my followers about what they thought the worst part of college was, Um, and so we're going to go through this list, and I'll provide my lovely commentary that you all subscribe for, (laughs) and we are just going to talk about it because that is what we're here for. So the first one I want to hit on, this one is for me, but roommates. Roommates are such a, like, hit or miss situation like I know people that have found their roommates whether it's like on Facebook or just random roommates that they met their freshman year and they're still best friends to this day honestly I envy you at this point um but then you have people like me and I I literally have had a bad roommate situation every single year like every semester (laughs) it just keeps getting worse at this point like I've already signed for next year and I'm just gonna live by myself in a one-bedroom because I'm convinced that that is my only option at this point. Um, And so I just wanted to throw roommates out there because that is something that I feel like no one talks about. I mean, yeah, there's, you know, those videos on YouTube of like horror roommate, you know, roommate stories. And um, it's only talked about when it's that bad, but in general, like, small petty arguments or what do you do when your roommate leaves like my roommate my freshman year literally just transferred out my freshman year like I had nothing to do with that there was nothing I could do and I just never got another roommate like how do you prepare for that how do you adjust to that how do you you know come back from that and I know that's not you know this drastic situation but it honestly really affected my mental health my second semester because I was always alone and That's something that I've always carried, you know, from the past few years, even now in my apartment that I'm living in now and being by myself. And it's just like, it's so exhausting being alone. And um, that honestly is a topic for another day. 
um, on loneliness. But honestly, I feel like that's a common theme when I think about college. Like, I think about college as a lonely experience, like a very lonely experience. So the next topic that was submitted is going to class. Um, For anyone that isn't already in college, I'm just going to put it to you straight. If you don't go to class, you're not going to do well. Now, I know Zoom makes it a little bit fuzzy, but from my experience, my first, you know, two years or two, two and a half, two and three quarters of a year of normal school, if you do not go to class, you will not do well. I don't know if you need to pause this and replay that the past 10 seconds. Go to class or you will not do well. And I'm not just talking about attendance points or participation points or stuff like that. I'm talking if you don't go to class and get that information, you're not going to know it. And I know because I've been there and it's a lot easier to actually learn the information than to Socratic it or to search everything or to cheat on every quiz and test. It's exhausting to cheat. It is so much easier to actually learn the information. And I know that sounds crazy. Studying sucks. I hate it too. But it also makes it fun when you actually are there to learn rather than to finesse. And I'm not going to knock anybody's hustle. I learn- <laughs> College is not for everybody. And I know tons of people, myself included, are just here to get this degree because our families want us to get this degree. I... I know every day cannot be, you know, your best of your best, and that is perfectly fine. That is perfectly fine. But if you want to be that Dean's List 4.0 student, you have to go to class. And I am going to also throw in a little tip. On the first week of school, first day of school, granted this is for normal education days, not Zoom. That's a whole nother ballpark. Sit within the first or second row. The tip is to sit in the first But if you have a little bit of social anxiety like myself, I sit in the second row, that will do fine. Sit up front because it affects the way that you will do the entire semester. And I promise you that because once you start, you know, you pick your seat and you know what I'm talking about. Like once you pick your seat and then you get mad that anyone else sits there, pick your seat in the front because you will be attentive. And I know this for a fact. Like my freshman year, I, I sat in the front for all of my classes did so well and there was one day I sat in the back for like my sociology class and literally sitting in the back like I was so distracted I found myself you know on my laptop taking notes and then I just opened new tab and was shopping on Fashion Nova and like everyone else in the back is on their phone and so you feel like you know I don't have to pay attention I'm in the back they're not looking at me I'm in the back sit in the front you will take your notes you'll feel like everyone else is looking at you so you have to you know stay attentive the professor is looking at you, so you can't fall asleep. Like, sit in the front and go to class. That's if you want to actually do well in college. Like, if you don't care, then that's fine. Do what you want. Socratic is a great app. But if you actually want to be, like, that good student, go to class. The next one is the lack of compassion from professors. Professors, mm, honestly, not a huge fan. I've only met, like... A handful that I actually like um and that's kind of sad to say but it's just frustrating like 
professors, especially right now, like any student that is listening to this right now can honestly attest to this. College got 20 times harder when COVID hit. And not just because we're in a pandemic, but professors literally do not care. Like they think that because we're on Zoom and because we're at home all the time, we can do more work. So now it just feels like we're in an accelerated version of every single class. And I don't know who told them that they could just speed this up, but it's a no for me. Like it is a fat no for me. And the lack of compassion of when you're sick, when you have a family emergency, like they do not care. And of course I'll put out here that I'm generalizing a large group of people. Of course, some professors are very kind and nice um, and great people and actually do care about their students. And I've noticed um, while I was in the interior design major and still being a part of the design department, like when you're in a very um, small department, you will see that uh, my professors within my department have been absolutely amazing. They care about me. They notice when we're not in class, like they will literally be like, wait, where's Gabby? Like somebody call her, somebody text her. And they genuinely do care. Um, And I've noticed the difference with gen ed classes, like those professors do not care. You are a number, you are a a butt in a seat, honestly. Like you're literally just a face. They won't notice if you're gone. And it's sad to say, and that honestly goes into the next one of gen eds in general. Um, That was one that was put out there multiple times because the fact that you come here for a specific major or specific, you know, track or department that you're interested in, and you still have to take so many credits worth of gen eds. Like, I thought we, I thought we were done with this in high school. Why am I taking a biology right now? Why? Why do I need to take a biology? Please, somebody tell me. It's the same stuff I've learned my entire life in high school, middle school, all the stuff, cells, tissues. Why am I learning this again in college when this has absolutely nothing to do with my degree? When I graduate, I promise you, I will not use that information. You know why? Google. Sorry. Another one that people said a lot was the time it takes. And honestly, I feel that so much right now as a junior. Um, I have one more year. Two more semesters, honestly. And, um... I'm dying right now. Like, it feels like I'm dying. And the time it takes to finish your degree is honestly ridiculous. And you know why it's ridiculous? Because it's filler classes of your gen eds, like we just talked about. That's why it takes so long. Like, I know people that could have been graduated, like, a semester ago, two semesters ago, but they just don't have enough credits. Like, I have to take a class that has nothing to do with my interests, nothing to do with my major, nothing to do with the career path I want to go on, but I have to take it because I have to hit a certain amount of credits to get this degree. Like, that's ridiculous. It's about the money. It's about the money, and I just wish they would say that. Like, just say that. It's about the money. This next one I'm going to keep nice and short because it is very simple. The food choices are trash. Meal plans are a money grab. The fact that you pay so much money for a meal plan for the options that you were given, disgusting. You go to a school like Radford, nothing is open on Saturdays for the most part. The weekends, you're literally left to starve. I'm not sure how I survived my first two years living on campus. 
because there's literally no food options on the weekends. Like you have to go out and find something or maybe, you know, make some noodles in your dorm room. And I know that's like college, ooh, but no, like the town doesn't have much either. It's giving very much cookout or McDonald's. Like the options, I can't. And speaking of a money grab, it is absolutely ridiculous how much college costs at a four-year university. This is not a secret. We all know this. Um, We're all going to be in debt (laughs) for, like, the rest of our lives, Uh, which, honestly, I could go down this rabbit hole of the political issues, but that is not what this podcast is about. So we're going to keep it moving into the next one, uh, which is homework and workload. And college, like, I know they tell you that it's hard. And, you know, you know that it's going to be hard. Like, it wouldn't be easy, right? Like, you wouldn't pay all this money to go through an easy experience, like, four years, you know? It is so hard. And I'm sorry to get loud. But, like, the amount of work, God forbid you need a job. You need to work a job and you're involved on campus? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Your mental health is garbage. You know how I know that? Because <laughs> I'm living that. Mental health in the pfft, trash. It's in the pfft, trash. The workload um, in college, for those that have not experienced this, um, is a lot. It's a lot. It's not just assignments, quizzes. It It's every day. It's the anxiety of checking whatever portal system you have. I know I'm on D2L every single night. It's like, oh, my God, is anything due at 11.59? Just living your life 11.59 to 11.59 is a lot. And honestly, the one thing that I really hate about this is the amount of people that try to compare where they simply cannot. Like, people that have no idea, never you know, been through this experience. Maybe you did go to college, but you went to college, like, I don't know, in the 80s or something. Like, that is completely different, especially right now, like, going through basically Zoom University. Like, I don't want to hear your stories. I don't want to hear your advice because you don't know what I'm going through. And you trying to be relatable and you trying to be helpful is not. It's not helping. It is not. And it's so frustrating. And honestly, bear with me on this little tangent um, because that's what this podcast is about is claiming your storm, claiming your issues. I don't like to use the word issues, but today that's the vibe we're on. So claiming the things, you know, that you realize about yourself that maybe we can work on. And for me, for the longest time, I used to get so upset at people that like do less than me. And I know that sounds crazy, but I just have a weird relationship with productivity. And I used to get so frustrated with people that just, like, used to complain about their workload when, like, knowing me and if anyone knows me and how much stuff I do and how much I have on my plate. And I know that this is very unhealthy. Like, I'll preface that. I know this is not healthy thinking. And I've gotten over that because I know it's all perspective and it's all, you know, we all handle different loads. And it's no one else's fault that I put so much on my plate. So it's not fair for me to judge others um, based off of theirs. 
Um, so I can definitely, you know, say that I'm aware of that issue and have worked through it. But it is very frustrating uh, being in college and doing so much. And many people are involved on campus and in clubs and holding positions and organizations and working part time, full time, whatever you need to do, paying bills, um, trying to maintain friendships and relationships. Like it's a lot. And something that is not helpful is someone that has never been where you are trying to tell you how easy you have it or how everything will be fine like it is 2021 can we please come up with a different uh comforting phrase other than everything's gonna be okay like come on please so i know this episode went on a bit of a tangent a little all over the place a little frustrated today um but that's just where I am mentally I'm frustrated (laughs) I'm frustrated with school right now I have been yelling at the top of my lungs how much I do not want to be here or continue this you know education journey but I have no choice so here I am um so today's episode was kind of fitting as I have rushed to get homework done and have tests this week and lots of fun stuff on the agenda so I say all of this to say college sucks and I'm sorry you might have fun I feel like everyone else has fun except for me so college sucking might just be my thing and that's fine you have your own thing if you love college that's great I love that for you if you hate college it's okay me too we're going to get through it. And for those that have not had the opportunity to attend a four-year university, I do not want to knock anyone's experience or tell anybody not to go. College is amazing. Education is amazing. I love to learn. Um, but the experience is not all what it's cut out to be. And that's all I wanted to say today. So, as always, thank you guys so, so much for listening. If you want to support me some more, head over to my Patreon. I have five different tiers of support that you can subscribe to at different rates, and that would mean so, so much to me. And if you want to see more of me, head over to my Instagram at GabsRC, and you can follow me there. If you are an Apple Podcast listener, please, please, please leave this a five-star rating and a review. It helps me out so, so much. Um, And other than that, thank you guys so, so much for listening today. And I will see you in the next one. Bye.